Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. She's been on a jauntings. She's back for more hauntings. It's Linda Pollock. Thank God you're here again, my love. How are you, my I'm darling? I'm all right, thank you. Oh, wonderful. Honestly, I, I've missed you so much. I had a little bit of trouble. I had um, Ruth. What? Ruth. Ab- yes, Ruth Abbott came in. She did a little bit of your work. Wrecked it. Wrecked everything. Filing systems, a lot. I'm not going to say I told you so, but you know. Well, yes, we can all be wise after the event. Maybe I've got a few recordings of Ruth later that I'd like to share oh, with everyone. Okay. What have you been doing? Tell us all about your holiday. She's back from holiday. I've got to tell you, she looks gorgeous. Thanks. I've had some sleeps. Too much beer, though. But my goodness, I was chugging beer like no tomorrow. It was like 1994 oh, all over again. Oh, lovely. It's like Sarah Cox and yeah. the lads loaded culture, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to see you back. <laughs> And you can rest assured that I do love you, my darling. <laughs> oh, now, has it been that bad? It's, <laughs> it's been bloody awful. I mean, I've had... Is that your willy? You know, Ruth. Listen, my darling, yeah. tell me about... Because I did ask you to bring back... It was a working holiday. Yes, it was... Some, some, something long, something spooky Research, from Seville. Yeah, yeah, Seville. yeah. yeah. And what did you come up with? Because you did send me something. Can you? I'll, I'll read out what you sent me, right? It was, she sent me a sort of pamphlet, a touristy pamphlet about yes. this. The Legend of Sasona. Could you please put on the spooky... Have you got any Spanish spooky music? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's the one there. Yeah. In the Spanish spooky music file. Here we go. The... Barrio Santa Cruz, the picture postcard neighbourhood of little squares and narrow streets, is tucked away in a little square between the Plaza Dona Elviro and Cali Agua. Is that right? No. Cali Agua. I remember she used to be in EastEnders. Plaza Dona Elvira. And... Plaza Dona Elvira. Yeah. And, and Calle Agua. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the legend of Susana Ben Susan. For the eagle-eyed, the spot is marked by a tile on the wall, get for this, bearing the picture of a skull. <laughs> that marks the place where in times gone by... Hold the head of the beautiful Susan. Yes, her head. Susuna Ben Susan. A silent witness to the tragedy that she that she had brought upon herself. 
Tell us what happened. 1418, the final years of the Jewish community in Seville, as Spain sought to strengthen itself through enforced conformity to Catholicism. Many Jews had already left or converted to Christianity, but suspicion among some Christians that the converted were not truly converted led to the creation of the Spanish Inquisition, which mm -hmm. you might be familiar with. Yes. Don Diego de Susana, a wealthy merchant, was one such converted person. Yes. And alarmed by the threat of his position, he convened a secret meeting of prominent converted Jews to pr discuss the possibility of armed insurrection. Sorry, just the wrong one. Sorry, just a minute. Anyway. I felt your pencil, no, didn't I? sorry. Not I'm that sorry. kind of insurrection. Sorry. <laughs> His daughter Susanna, however, had a Christian boyfriend, a no. young noble who she feared would be put to danger by an uprising. Oh. Yeah. So she turned grass, basically. Yeah. Her boyfriend reported them to the authorities, and the conspirators were duly arrested and brought before the Inquisition. Oh, no! Tried, brackets, nastily, in nasty ways, Ooh. and executed, probably again, in nasty ways. Yeah, yeah. Stricken with remorse at the consequences of her actions, Susanna never again left the house, uh. and when she died, she had a head hung up outside the house. Yes, her head. Get, get this, people, it's her head hang up, hung up outside the house, her actual head. Where it remained as late as the 18th century as a testament to her grief and the duplicity of Christians. 400, 400 years, years of her head on the front of the house, oh imagine. Oh my God. No hawkers. No, that's right. <laughs> no Keep leaflets. people away, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling some uh, sponges. and No, no thanks. I'm just trying to help myself. Can I just ask about that? Just just divert, turn the music off. Yeah. You know people who do turn up like that and they yeah. say, I'm just trying to make something of myself. I've Usually done a they bit... come out of prison. Yeah, come out of prison. Have they come out of prison? I don't know. It's, I've only ever seen it. I've had it once when I lived in a flat. Yeah. And it seemed like a very nice young man. Yeah. I didn't need any dishcloths that day. It's difficult to get rid of them. And what? I'm not... I'm not tarring everybody with this brush but we had a neighbour a very dear old lady and um, she had one of these people come, they come round and yeah. you know I ended up with a load of Brillo pads and all that because I was too shy and too nervous you can't get them anywhere else can you, you can't get them anywhere else apart from jailbirds so anyway <laughs> so, so this lady put one of our neighbours and they come round and about a week later her house got burgled so keep it light anyway uh, let's have something jolly sorry <laughs> sorry did this cheer you up there you are, sorry, carry on. Keep it light. If you and then it says in this pamphlet that you after all this about this head, the poor woman's head yeah. in the in the face of the and Spanish being Inquisition tormented. And being tormented, it says, if you want to stay somewhere close to this his, historic scene, have a look at one of our holiday apartments in Plaza Santa Cruz or Cali Mazzaral. Or canter or contact Felipe Felipe at the office. Flipping it, Felipe. I mean, Time and place. Come look. on! And I did think, you know, because I remember there are these places you can go to, you know, yeah. all over the world, and you get this sort of misery, disaster tourism, don't like you? Like the Paris catacombs. Go on. Why the bloody... Although I did go to... You know, they've got, like, that big um, cemetery, Père Lachaise, where they've got flipping Jim Morrison and... Right. Bringing the tone down, frankly. You follow yeah. the graffiti to his grave. I don't think that's what Is he that would right? have wanted. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oscar Wilde, he's got this big elaborate kind of sphinxy kind of thing. Right, well, he did have quite a big sphinx from what I had. And the other thing was, I said, like, the other day... <laughs> Pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, I'm here, you know, it's 
That was one of Oscar Wilde's greatest poems, that one. But I wouldn't want to go down underneath the city. It's like wall-to-wall schools. What's funny yeah, about that? Yeah, no, that's right. But it, as I say, and it's a bit like, as I said the other day, the, the Ollie Reed tourism, going to see where he snuffed it. We went, some years ago, I'm not a little friend of mine, went to Bali. And you could go to this boat trip where people, and a lot of British tourists, and you see dead bodies hung up. What, actual? Actual dead bodies. And I thought, oh, God, it's bloody awful. I think it's a Hindu tradition, isn't it? It's, um, Are they like wizen? Is it that kind yeah, of wizen Yeah, it's Nagabin. It's Nagabin Gangbin ceremony or something. Right. He says, like, it's not written on the screen in front of him. Uh, and we went there, and I thought, oh, God, who wants to go and see that? It's like two for the boat trip, please. There's quite a new fresh corpse there. What happens having a bucket and spade holiday? Oh, just go and enjoy yourself. Go and enjoy yourself. Think like that. Yeah, go on the go on the flipping pier. Enjoy the music. Okay, to have some some candy floss. Although yeah. Whitby can be fun, can't it? Well, that's a Dracula type. Yeah. Place. So you've got a little bit of both. Anyway, let's cheer ourselves up. With me, if you're happy and you know it, because. I feel like that's brought us down. Stick with this podcast, people. Stick with it. As we go to my favourite publication, Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. Oh, lovely. I'm sorry, that's Fate and Fortune, not Fart and Fortune. (laughs) Uh, Speaking music, please. Thank you. This is called A Date with a Rat. What? Yes. Did you see folk like us last night, I asked that morning at work. My call centre colleague, Emma, nodded. That plumber's face when he found his wife with the farmer. Emma <laughs> chuckled. That's what soaps are like. Behind us, someone cleared their throat. <clears throat> we turned to see our new colleague and my pulse erased. Ooh. He was gorgeous. <gasps> Hello, you must be Dane. Pleased to meet you. Can you go stop my phone? Still there. Just a minute. You, you make me feel sexy. You are a very sexy man. Go on, Dave. I'm pleased to meet you. I'm Jenny. This is Emma, and mm. I've been asked to show you the ropes. Oh, lovely. Dane picked up the work well. At lunchtime, he joined us in the staff room. Folk like us fans, eh? I was in it once, he said. <gasps> really? Emma gasped. <coughs> oh, just an extra in the pub. The next morning, Emma hissed, Dane's asked me out. Oh! You lucky thing, I hope you said yes. Is that your willy? Of course. He lives in one of those swish apartment blocks. Ooh. I wondered... I'm joining now. I wondered how a call handler could afford it. I also mulled over his TV extra experience. Was he making up tales to impress Emma? Because it's fucking impressive, isn't it, if you've been an extra in the background of a soap opera. And uh, I'm not laughing at you people supporting artists. Yes, they work very hard. And... Have you ever... I mean, have you never done any supporting art? Turn the no, music off a second, please. I haven't, but I was a runner on um, Crime Watch once. And Were you? Yes, yeah, so I helped out with with that kind of stuff, yes. Right, OK. They had them in a club all day long, right? Mm, Obviously during the day. Artists, yes. Yeah. Dancing to no music. Oh, I know. Right, and they had one beer all day long. But it's not... Was it real beer? Yeah, was it, it was a real beer. I've got to tell you, I have... I mean, I've done a little bit of television in my time. Yeah, not showing off, not showing off like this fella, Dane, in this, in this article. But my friend Mark Haynes told me a very funny story. If you just stick with this, people. Mark Haynes, very funny. He's a writer. And I can't... I don't know sure whether he was a, a, an assistant director on this show or whether he was an extra himself. Right. Supporting artist, a bigger band. But he was doing something... <clears throat> Do you ever remember... Um, was it called Fingersmith? And it was and it was with um, Jennifer Ely or something. It was a Sunday night drama. 
Fingersmith's like um, erotic. It was. Yeah. It was that thing. Of course, I remember. And I that. think was it about women who stitch thing. It was, anyway, something like that. Anyway, uh, women who do something with their hands. Yes. Well, something like that. Something a little bit lesbianish. It was a sapphic love story. Sapphic yes. love story. Is that when you wash your bottom? No, that's you wash someone else's bottom. <laughs> it's someone else's bottom. Anyway, the uh, thing is, so Mark told me, get to it. Both of us resisted adding any more, though. No, we're not going to say any more. We're growing. We're, we're, grow- we're growing, yes, we're maturing. So, anyway, uh, Mark Haynes told me, this is lovely, because some of the supporting artists, I think it's true to say, they do like to have the dinner, don't they? They like the food. They're the first up the, the, to get the dinner. And they do have a reputation for that. I'm sorry if you're listening to any supporting artists. But they do like to get there and grab as much free stuff as they can. I wonder whether it's a little bit like, you know, for example, my mm. grandma, when she got up in the morning, the first thing she would think about was, what am I going to eat Yes. in the course of the day? <laughs> and I wonder whether it's because if you've got, I'm going to say it, what? quite a boring task to do. Yes. What are you going to spruce it up with? I don't food. know. Food. Yeah, food and a few snacks and that. I'm going to make him taste my jam donut. And it's not as glamorous as you'd think being oh. that extra. Oh, standing around all day. It sounds so glamorous being pushed around, people not actually knowing your name. Yeah. And actors going, looking over the shoulder, thinking, thank God that's not me, Can you say rhubarb a bit quieter over there, please? <laughs> Who is that person sort of there? Can you get him to st- What's his name? Can you move over there? It's horrible, isn't yeah. it? I've got another story about that later, but I'll save that for another day. Anyway, Mark Haynes, get into it. We'll get back to spookiness in a minute. Yeah. Mark Haynes told me that the uh, there was a cake. Someone had, it, was, it was someone's birthday, birthday and there was a yeah. cake. And they're all by the catering facility, all these extras, dressed as Victorians in mm. crinolines and all the rest of it. And the Thursday's director came out and I think Clive... What's his name? What's the name? Owen. Of Clive Owen oh, was dishy, in it. Him, dishy, it? very dishy. In fact, I'm going to cast Dane as Clive Owen now. You are a very sexy man. Clive Owen, the very sexy man. And he was still on set, and the assistant director came out and said to all the extra supporting artists sat around, nobody have that last piece of cake, please. It's for Clive. It's somebody's birthday. Save it for Clive. And then so Clive came... <laughs> came out, and the assistant director went, now there's a piece of cake for... Right, who's had... <laughs> Who's had that last, last slice of cake? Who's had it? Have you, you had the cake? You all heard me say it. You all heard me say it. Have you had the cake? No. Have you had the cake? No. Have you had the cake? No. And Did you keep a... them all in at lunchtime? <laughs> lunchtime? And never ending lunchtime with that lot. <laughs> and uh, he said, there, was a little, there was a guy sat there dressed as a Victorian policeman, just sat by the side. And the sister went, have you had the cake? No. Have you had the cake? No. He said, take the helmet off. No, take the helmet off. <laughs> Undid the chin strap with the helmet. There's a piece of cake no. on his head. But <laughs> <laughs> he tipped off onto a plate. He was trying to spirit it away Gosh. for later. He could, he could put on eBay Clive Owen's cake. Clive Owen's cake. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Well, you just thanked me. But, yes, but let, let's do the show first. Anyway, back to the spooky music. What happened with Dane? I wondered how a call handler could afford a swanky apartment. Swanky, a swish apartment, I yeah. believe they said, yeah. Right. Uh, I also mulled over his TV extra experience. Was he making, making it up? Making it up to yeah. impress Emma. There was a way I could discover if Dane was honest. I had, this is where it gets spooky, a psychic gift. When I touched people, I could peek into their past. Stop. I... This sounds like an excuse for touching up your girlfriend's Not boyfriend. At all. Not at all, Linda. Can you please, I can touch people and I can feel all sorts of things. Oh, you didn't. Okay. And it was easy for me to casually brush, yeah, you're right, casually brush hands with Dane. Filthy bitch. <laughs> I concentrated on the soap and whoosh. 
I was on the folk-like set, and there he was in the background. Then I focused on his home and saw him lounging on the sofa in a posh pad, taking himself in hand. No, sorry, I didn't say that. <laughs> I gave Emma an update. Thanks for checking him out, Jenny. Emma and Dane began dating. Within a month, they were engaged. Bloody hell. And he was moved, and she was moving into his. How's it going, I asked. Emma, the week after. Fine, but Dane's always on his phone. Uh-oh. A few days later, it turned out Dane and Emma had split oh, up. Oh, God. Oh, dear. A woman called Kate messaged me. They were dating online. But he scammed her. My shoulder slumped. I wanted to tell you this. What? I think she picked up, picked up on it because she's psychic. Well, she should have said before. She should have done, but you, you, don't, you don't want to upset someone who's got an, a date. You're not going to go, uh, oh, yeah, he's lovely, he's a TV extra, he's got everything going yeah, for him, she, Swish apartment. She took all the praise for his DFS sofa, didn't she? Well, it, absolutely. Anyway, he told me... Uh, 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 I wanted to tell you this. He told me it was his ex-wife being spiteful. I didn't believe him, so I left... Something like that. Obviously, he had an ex-wife. Then I tried to sell my engagement ring. But guess what? It was a fake! What? Ah! We arranged to meet him in a bistro. I reached forward and touched Dane's wrist. Whisk? Don't touch his whisk. Touched his whisk. You don't want to do that in in a bistro. I saw a devastated bride, not Kate, jilted. Then another wedding with the same woman at the registry office. I suspected he'd sweet-talked his fiance into wedding number two. Then, a row at home when his new wife discovered he'd been dating on his mobile. I saw another vision. Dane leaving her alone, going through paperwork and sobbing. Dane yanked his hand back. What are you doing? he exclaimed. I have a psychic gift. When I touch people, I can see into their pasts. I saw that he had no money. How could you afford a swish apartment, I piped up. My brother owns it. Okay, ladies, you've sussed my game. (laughs) He's singing like a canary. Yeah. We're going to report you to the police and post warnings about you on social media. Emma nodded. He left. And then we heard an almighty screech of (gasps) brakes and a bang. This is the shittiest story I've ever read. It didn't really hold up, did it? So what happened at the end of the bang? Did he die? The end. <laughs> well, that's what it says in this ad. This, this is this is the sort of story you people at home, you deserve better than this. So let's quickly go. Look, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to the Skype calls. And when we come back... We'll pretend it didn't happen. Pretend none of that happened. And we're going to go to a really fascinating story in Cosmopolitan magazine. I can only apologise about that, people. <laughs> Hello, this is a message for Clinton Baptiste. This is your local constabulary calling. Hi, message for Clifford. It's Kevin from the North East. Are you related to John the, by any chance? Uh, Hello, Clinton. It's the Reverend Brian Parsons here again. As part of my pastoral duties within the parish, I help to run the local youth club. Last night, I overheard snippets of a conversation between some of our young men around the pool table. I heard them talking about witch's fingers, wizard sleeves... Hello, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, it's a spooky experience. It only happened to me uh, 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 last week. Uh, I was at the pub. I was at the pub with my mates. I've been, yeah, admittedly, I've been... 
Right, we'll put all that previous ten minutes behind us, and let's move to Cosmopolitan magazine. Now, this is this is a step up. This is this is a bit all better. Right. Would you read this out? Put the spooky music and please read this out, Linda. I've just read the top line. Yeah, and I do think that's quite a long time to wait. After living in my new house for five months or so, I decide to take a shower. That's a bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> Bloody hell. I must read these things before I put them on the laptop. Go on. Oh, I bet you stank. One of my friends had just slept over. I'd taken a crap ton of showers in that bathroom already. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's not like it was anything new. So I take my shower, get out to dry off and look at the steamed up mirror. Mm. On the mirror, in perfect writing, no human could do with their finger, they add, he read something along the lines of, Dear Father, please forgive me. <gasps> I completely forgot the rest because I was just so freaked out, but it was terrifying. The bathroom door was locked the entire time and no one could have got in. It had also never been there any other time I took a shower. So to get this right, there was it, it, was, it was the bathroom. Yeah. And it was all steamed up. Yeah. <laughs> And so there could well have been some sort of ghost in the room watching the goings on. I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. Amongst other things. Flipping ghosts. Bloody hell. Well, listen, I was telling Ruth all about this very story from Cosmopolitan. Yeah. And you better have a listen to this. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Clinton. Clinton, come and look at this. Oh, God. Ruth, you're in the bathroom. I don't need to come in there. You must come and look at this. Well, are you fully covered up? Yes, I've got I've got all my clothes on, including my shoes. Right, okay. Well, can you unlock the door then? Let me in. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. It's writing. Ghost. Writing on the shower glass. Well, you've written something, is that right? I I didn't write it. Well, I've just did. I've just found it. It's been written by a ghost. Oh, fuck it. Right, well, what? Well, a ghost wrote that, did it? Yeah, definitely. Just a second. So, a ghost has written, Linda is a witch, yeah? Yeah. And what's this? Linda done the invoicing all wrong. Ghost wrote that. Well, a ghost knows all about the invoicing, is it? But, yes. And what's this here? Linda's got saggy tits. I didn't write it. Yeah, I know you've drawn these shapes here. What are they? They're Linda's saggy tits. What, three of them? Yeah, because she's a witch. A ghost has drawn Linda's saggy breasts, is that correct? Yes. It's a ghost drew it. I think I saw the ghost leave as well. Right, okay. It wasn't long ago. Right. It's quite new. Right, can I ask you something? Would you do me a favour, please, Ruth? Mm-hmm. Could you get that thing, that, see that thing down there that you're supposed to wipe the condensation? And I don't care whether you did it or a bleeding ghost did it. Could you just wipe that off, please? Do you think you should? Yes, I, I do think I should have seen it now, taken it on board. You should show Linda and tell her off. I'm not going to show Linda her saggy tits or indeed any comment about the way she does the invoices. As far as I'm concerned, it's very good. She did, she did it wrong. There, Wipe the tits off, please. Wipe the tits off, thank you. And the writing. She still did it wrong. Right, I'm going to leave the bathroom now, Ruth. If you like, you can come down and watch Tipping Point. All right? We watch Storage Hunters as well. Yes, let's just put this behind us, can we? No more tits, thank you. Yeah, so... Sorry about that, Linda. Could you all stop thinking about my boobs, please? Sorry, sorry, all three of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. They... Look, I haven't mentioned... I didn't want to mention it. I haven't in... got a supernumerary. <laughs> the one in the middle, I'm, I'm particularly fond of that one. <laughs> Bloody hell. Now we go to an interview with this... You'll like this one. This is with a chap called Brian James. He's a brilliant stand-up comedian. And I did a gig with him in Redcar the other week. Oh! <laughs> 
I'm here with Brian James. You might be able to hear downstairs the gig is going on. We're in Redka. And, oh God, it's like a bloody disco, isn't there, down there? It's bloody... (laughs) Brian has uh, come over from... Where do you live again? Darlington. Darlington. And uh, out of the frying pan into the fucking fire. uh, In Red Cat. It's lovely out there. No, it isn't. Anyway, Brian is here and he has a very spooky story. Brian, won't you tell us all about it? Yeah, so I was once um, living with my friend Andy and I was working in a pub late at night and he would be in bed when I got home. Right. And um, and I would get in and it'd take a while to wind down, so I'd yeah. be watching telly, but I'd be trying to be quiet and I'd yeah. shut the door and all of that. Yeah. Um, anyway, about an hour had gone by and I heard footsteps go past the door and they were really loud and I thought, oh, God, I've woke Andy up. Like, right, okay. I'm going to get in trouble now. You're, so you're I'd, down watching telly? I'm down watching yeah, telly. Yeah. It's about two in the morning. He's upstairs. Sorry about this racket downstairs. I know, yeah. On, yeah. Um, it's like being in a nightclub. Yeah, um, yeah so, footsteps, so yeah. these big footsteps and I thought, oh, no, I've, I've woke him up. So I quickly turned the telly off and got all my stuff to go out and go, Andy, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And I walked out of the living room to pitch black no one was there and um, and I suddenly felt chills and then I thought yeah (laughs) yeah and then I got to the bottom of the stairs because I thought I need to go to bed I I still didn't know what was happening and as I got to the bottom of the stairs in the black a white figure moved across the top of like like a like like a like a ghost moved across the top of the stairs when you say when you say white figure mm. what translucent what it was like, the only way I can describe it is like a, just a white shape, yeah, in the darkness at the top of the stairs that just went across the top. Brian, can I just ask you this? Yeah. This fella you were living with, yeah. was it a, a homosexual relationship? No, no, he was, well, uh, he was just a friend. Um, are you implying he was walking around in a dress upstairs? No, I- <laughs> He was a gay, so he could have been. Was a gay? Yeah, yeah. What I was wondering was, if he was a gay, and yeah. what I thought was you watching telly, yeah. and another gentleman calling came downstairs oh. and was sneaking out. I never thought of that. Fucking hell, it's page one, Brian. Oh, I'm so naive. That yeah. is exactly what probably what he was yeah. doing. And so what you saw was him flitting His shag the, disappearing. Yeah, in his negligee upstairs. Yeah. Well, sometimes, <laughs> listeners, sometimes there is a very corporeal reason. So everything's got an explanation. Well, look, honestly... I, I thought it was me gran. I went to bed and I was going, gran, are you there? No, well, <laughs> I, unless she was visiting him, I don't... Well, no disrespect no. to your gran, no, that's... Sorry about that, shouldn't have said that, Queensbury rules. But, no, listen, there is... No, I, look, I am very much a believer. If you listen to the podcast, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily believe my co-host, I don't believe anything, but I am a great believer in... I'm a clairvoyant medium yeah. psychic, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and I would say it was just a gentleman caller who'd... Um, yeah. You know, a so. grinder shag who, who just a grinder shag, a yeah. It's, yeah. Stop if we're yeah, getting yeah, too uh, yeah. spiritual here. It was just leaving. <laughs> All right. Well, what a disappointment. Keep listening, folks. There'll be something better along shot. <laughs> Simple explanation for that rather spooky story. Linda, where do we go and what do we do when we die? Nothing, it's the end. Ah! I'm going to have to stop you there. Just to remind you, you are on a paranormal supernatural podcast. I've been beyond the sledge. I've been there. I know what happens. Okay.
right? Well, this is an extraordinary take on that very subject from a lady in Fate and Fortune. Take a break, Fate and Fortune. In an article called A Day in the Afterlife, which is extraordinary. I mean, I do, but of course I believe in the afterlife. I've seen it. I've visited. But this woman, Sandria Mosses, I can only imagine... Sandra Moss. <laughs> Sandra Moss. Yeah, Sandra Moss. Sandria Mosses connects with readers and a loved one in spirit to discover what their life is like on the other side, all right? And in this one, which is extraordinary, Tina Price asks her to contact her husband, Ken. Have a read of it. Put the, put the music on. OK. Hello, love. Is that the best photograph you could find of me? I look ill. Sorry, you know me and my sense of humour. And sorry for leaving you at Christmas, but I couldn't hold on any longer. I really couldn't. This is Ken speaking from, be, from beyond the celestial veil. Through Sandria... Sandria Mosses. But now I am pain-free and looking 20 years younger. Wait till you see me. That sounds like a threat. No, it's a, it's a sexy come on. From a dead man. It's so nice to talk to you again. You talk to me every day, sometimes through tears, but always with love. I know you miss me because I'm perched on the floor in front of you as you cry. Bit weird, mate. Yeah. I keep sending golden light and love and hoping you will sense me. Yeah, you don't have to take the piss out of this bit because this is the well, bit I believe. This is the bit I believe. Of course people are but, present. But this is Sandrea writing. I mean... This you... is this is the, the problem I have with it. I don't like people belittling it. I don't like charlatans. I'm not calling you a charlatan, Sandrea Mosses. Sandra Moss. Go on, continue. The Ken then says, go on. I was such a doubter, wasn't I? You were always the believer and I was the sceptic. Mm. Well, not anymore. Tina, this has really opened my eyes. I just wished I'd realised that there was more to life than work and more work. I'm so proud of my family, team. I visit all of you every day. Sometimes I enter your dreams at night and other times I pop in to see you when you're all together. Keeps me busy. And you know I like to be busy. I mean, you would have to be busy for eternity. You've got to invent something to do. Stamp collecting or something. This is what I... This is ridiculous. I've settled in really well. <laughs> <laughs> Has I didn't, he gone to college? <laughs> no, I mean, don't work like that. I know how it works. It's not like that. I've settled in really well. I do lots of things to fill my days. I'm learning to use energies to create things. There are about ten of us making small Christian statues. Oh, God, like evening class. Basket weaving. Basket weaving. In the day centre. So in the day centre, poor old Ken, there's a few of them sat around, ten of them making crystal statues. It's really weird. I like to make little angels. I know you adore it. What a fucking waste of time for eternity. And I can't even sell them. And I wish I could bring one to you. It feels so good to hold the energy and to work with it. I'm told this is the very early stages. By who? The foreman. <laughs> a very early stages of learning how to heal. So I have a long way to go. You can imagine the conversation. Why are we doing this again? <laughs> well, well uh, you can stop the tea break in a minute. <laughs> um, EastEnders is on bit later but uh, yeah it's a, it's a good way to learn it's also relaxing and uplifting when we've mastered this we will visit the lower realms one well, coach trip presumably to offer healing to our souls no poor souls who have not fared too well on their journey what do you mean hell oh god do they go are they allowed to go down there just to have a look well i want to assure you of something Linda. Yeah. i've seen a long time not well a long long time from now you are gonna be having a smooth passage and i'm picturing <laughs> your smooth passage right now 
I might put it out for, for the higher tiers of Patreon. They can see your smooth passage. Anyway, sorry. It's surprising how the time flies when you're relaxing in the vibration of people you trusted and loved. Sometimes, as we sit, you can actually see the wisps of loving energy moving between our heart centres. Our heart centres. What's that? Airfield. <laughs> University College Hospital. <laughs> Very good heart centre. And you can feel the love and peace. Hang on, are they disembodied spirit beings? Why have they got heart centres? Oh, well, <laughs> no, I do know about that. You do keep... When he says heart centres, he means souls in actual fact. All right. Something like that. And it's not going to get too technical. And it moves from one soul to another Dirty and on gets. to someone... What, what kind of extravaganza is this? Well, it does make you wonder what goes on there. Yeah. It you... looks like they're making shitty crystal statues, but actually they're all beaming each other. I think there's all sorts going on. I mean, it would do. If you were in a sort of what looks, let's be fair, sounds like an old people's home up there making statues, <laughs> what are you going to do? Swinging and wanking, mostly, isn't it? <laughs> That's what they're doing old people's homes, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I've had to learn to relax since I got here. At first, I would get up and I... Have you heard that joke? No. About the old people. Okay, turn the music off. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Don't cancel me. Go on. So, Bert and Ethel have been making eyes at each other over the crystal statues. Right, go on. Bert decides to pay Ethel a visit one night. Oh, yeah. He goes along the corridor, tap, tap, tapity tap of his yeah. zimmer frame as he goes along. All right, okay. He bursts open the door as strong as you can when you can't really open the yeah. door very well. Yeah. And he says... Brace yourself, Ethel, I'm coming in. And she's lying there on the bed yeah. with just a towel draped across her. Right. And she says, before we begin, I must warn you, I've got a cute angina. And he says, good, because your tits, tits are, are crap. <laughs> well, she didn't have three, did she? <laughs> oh, it's a, lo- it's a lovely joke. It's a lovely... And Linda will be giving a tight ten minutes at Martin Bessemans Comedy Night. And anyway, so I had to learn to relax since I got here. At first, I would get up and ask Sid, my angel, what we could do next. Now, he has to prompt me. I'm so chilled, you would not believe it. Now, Tina, Tina, Mo- Tina? Oh, Tina's the woman who wrote in, who's yeah. lost her husband. See what she says there, look. It's so strange to hear Ken calling me teen because our grandchildren co- started calling me that shortly after he passed away. So the funny thing is... <laughs> he never he did. He never did. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that. Good try, uh, Sandria Mosses. Yeah. I do not want to be negative about that. And, you know, you if that's a comfort to Tina, <laughs> that's fine. But I can't help thinking it doesn't work like that. Well... Does it? If it does, what's the bloody point? Well, it, it sounds bloody boring, doesn't it? Making angel... Angels all day. Anyway, just time to catch up with Texas, the psychic horse from the same publication. <laughs> you'll, you'll remember uh, Texas, the psychic horse. That's probably why Sandra looks so glum. She's sharing a magazine and equal billing with a horse. Well, that's true. And, and actually, Texas is, is slightly more convincing. <laughs> Belle, my, well, she, Belle, my beloved cat, passed away recently. I was devoted to her and... I feel such guilt as in the last few months of Belle's life I had a baby so I wasn't able to fuss over her as much as usual does she forgive me is she okay and aware that I love love and miss her terribly that's from Beth Jones 13 Doncaster Belle can plan your sadness and really misses you too but she made it clear she's happy <laughs> sorry and she wants the same for you finally she just starting to read tarot cards what? for guidance oh god and then Beth Beth, the lady who lo- says, unfortunately, we'd lost Belle in a very tragic way. So I wanted to find out whether she was now in a place of calm. 
I mean, she probably curled up on Ken's it's, lap in the old people's a, home. What a load heaven. of arse. I mean, obviously it is. But also, the tarot card thing. I've got cats. You try yes. doing something like that on the table that requires you to place things down intricately. The first thing the cat's going to do is jump up on the table. Well, that can go. Linda, 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 as we have discussed in recent weeks that the animal kingdom can be very, very human. I, I, I absolutely reject that. Yeah, there you are. That is a dog saying... What's the first one say? Oh, we've been through this. Hello. I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> I tell you what, up there, yes, animals can and can survive and they do thrive. And what's more, you don't get all... You know those little poop bags that people tie to trees? You don't get that up like there! a shitty Christmas tree. A shitty Christmas tree in the Garden of Eden. I never understood that, right? You've taken the step of picking the shit up. Yeah. Why would you do that with it? People do because they're bloody lazy. Right. I think we've probably had enough for one week, don't you? Yeah. We're, we're getting back to shit again, and I think we've had enough. Listen, what are you going to be doing now, Linda? Oh, wash, washing after me. Washing your mouth out, that's what you're <laughs> Washing after me um, holiday. Oh, oh, lovely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play you out now with a new thing, oh. and it's... I call it a Barry White ending. Oh, I can't sexy, get, is it? Yeah, very sexy. I can't get my voice down that low. But I'm going to try. You are a very sexy man. Thank you very much. Goodbye, Linda. Bye-bye, everyone. Baby. Baby, I want to meet your love here. It's supposed to be Barry White. I can't get my voice down that low. Baby. I wanna pull your panties down and see your bum bum. I can't do it. The voice is too high. Don't matter. You get the general. Anyway, listen, you know what I'm gonna say? Thank you very, very much to all the contributors to Brian James, to Ruth, uh, to Linda, but most of all, thanks to you. Thank you very, very much. I love each and every one of you. And I just wanna say, you know what I'm gonna say now? I'm on tour, 22nd of September, all around the country. Uh, it starts on 22nd at the Darwin Library Theatre, Blackburn. That's sold out. But don't forget, after that, we're going to be at Chorley, Chesterfield, Kingsland, Leeds, Middleton, Walsall, all over the bloody country. So please come and see it. Tickets at clintonbaptist.com forward slash live. And I'm going to give you a big cash. Thank you. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. 
With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, We've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.